Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. My next guest is a strong advocate of the military. He's also a master ice carver. You know we got to talk about that. Pastry chef. Everybody know I'm an award-winning baker, so you know we got to talk about that. Sugar sculpture. I don't know what that is, but we're going to know about sugar. We're going to find out about what sugar sculpturing is, along with other specialties. He is known worldwide for his advocacy for the military service and suicide prevention, in which he does 2,222 push-ups a day, except Saturday and Sunday. That's probably a year. If I, I, I probably do. I probably have done two thousand two hundred and twenty-two push-ups, probably the last ten years, maybe combined, to promote healthy lifestyle living around the world. Please welcome to Money Making Conversation, my friend. Because when you got twenty-four inch biceps, you call him my friend, Chef Rush. <laughs> <laughs> How are you, sir? Good morning. Come on, man. Come on. This is this. Let me tell you something, man. If you do a two thousand two hundred and twenty-two push-up, you know, you 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 sound like you know you. you I'd be living more bold on what's going on. What's going? Because that's something. Because <laughs> you know, because anybody you that, talk that, to, that, that, I'm that's when I'm doing the push-ups. I'm just I'm just Everybody you talk to is humble by you. Okay, it's this it's, it's nobody out there. How can you be at the Mister Olympia contest? They humbled by you. Just get on down. Get, just get down there and just do what I do. <laughs> I actually just left Mr. Olympia. No one wanted to do push-ups with me. <laughs> except, except a couple of females did, but the guys, they said, no, we okay, Jeff. We okay. We, we, we got you, brother. We got you, brother. Tell me, man. This is, you, you, I, I, I followed your story. I've seen your TV. Uh, I love your, your voice. You, you have a brilliant smile. Tell me a little bit about your background. Um, long story short, I'm, I'm from uh, the hospitality state, Mississippi, Columbus, Mississippi. Uh, I'm a country boy. I'm a mama's boy. Um, when I could crawl, my dad put me to work, put the boys to work and put the girls in school. So <laughs> I feel, uh, luckily I kept my work ethics, uh, which they would never go away, which I'm extremely appreciative of. Uh, started the military, very athletic, you know, scholarships from, um, art, football, track, uh, had a chance for the Olympics uh, in a 100-meter in dash, 
uh, chose the military route, uh, served my country, of course, diligently did excuse me, 24 years in the military almost, and um, had a, a, a crazy uh, duration during my 20-odd uh, years in the military, the most humbling, most successful, most rewarding, you know, how to say it was the best of times, the worst of times, but I would never trade it for anything. Now, now, like I said, I, told, I shared my experience, and I didn't. I, I never enlisted in the military. I was only a person who was brought on to uh, understand a brand, market a brand, and and see and, and tell people about the value of the of, of having a role in the military. The branch I was talking about was the Air National Guard. Your branch was the Army, correct? Correct. Okay, cool. Now. Now you said you opted to go into the military. What attracted you to the military? Because that's that's a job. That's a, that's a that's an opportunity. A lot of people, uh, there's a lot of negative things people say about the military, because they don't really do their research. They don't really see the opportunities that are available to you, not only from an educational format, but you can. It's kind of like on the job training as well, and also can pay for your education later on. These are things I learned. Some of the things I knew going in, but was reinforced when you do more of your research. Talk to us about that a little bit, sir. You, you know, it's, it's always a stigma with the military, just like with my advocacy about the things I do with my 2,222 push-ups. So I, I I have to kind of break it down to explain to people and uh, enlighten them, so to speak. Military, like you just said, and by the way, thank you for your service. Even though you've served, you, you, you've served tremendously through the military and hundreds of thousands of people that's in the military that's, that appreciate it, like myself. Um, there the are opportunities that that's undeniable. Of course, a foundation, leadership, mentoring, uh, uh, that uh, intestinal fortitude, financial, of course, uh, education. I tell people, even if you don't want to join the military long term, which nine times out of ten people say, I'm just after being convinced that okay, I want to go ahead and pay some bills and and get some education. Right. Uh, they sign up for two or three years and wind up doing thirty. You know, right. it's like I, I, you'll hear it every time. I only started out for a few years, right. and and then I loved the military, and I just carried it on. Uh, it's so much more you can gain from it, mm-hmm. um, and it's all perspective. I mean, uh, military has so many opportunities that people don't dig deep inside to see everything that they have. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, not only hundreds but thousands of opportunities. Like myself, even me deciding to be in the food service store now. Uh, I said, hey, this is what I wanted to do, even even though people were like, come on, you're a big guy, you can do anything that you want to do, you're athletic, you can do X, Y, and Z, but I had a passion, you know, it was for my mother from being raised, right. you know, and it was my comfort. It, it, it brought me back to that part to where I felt at peace the most. Mm-hmm. So uh, myself, I capitalized off of my peace and off of what I wanted to do and make it worthwhile. And uh, I said to myself, you know, 20 plus years ago, I said, I'm, I'm going to do something with this platform. And that was at a time where there was absolutely nothing you could do with that platform. Right. So that's how things work. And that's why I go out to different places all over the world. And I, I, I say that and I preach that, and especially to the military, to the younger, the older, to the ones who are getting out, staying in, uh, civilians trying to transition. So many different, so many different things. I mean, it's, I could talk all day and night about this. Right, and as can I, because of the fact that my my younger brother, he's uh, he was in the military, got out, was an, an X-ray tech, and uh, now he has four uh, 
barber and beauty salons in the uh, Washington, D.C. area. I have another nephew who uh, has a very popular uh, Big Six barbecue in Houston, Texas. And every, every and he visits, uh, he comes to Atlanta. His little his, his, his guys he served, they always hook up in Atlanta and meet all the time. So it's, it's that family, that camaraderie that he has. Not his high school comrades. comrades. It's the people who he had in the military. There's a family to him that he comes to, to Atlanta because he always stays with me when he comes into town. So those are just two examples. And my, my, personal, my personal life that I've tied myself to, when I say that 104%, that uh, recruitment number for the Air National Guard, that's a prideful number when I say that because that means that I gave what I could. I gave the talents that, that they recognized that I had, and I gave 100%. And so when you say you're an advocate, know there are a lot of people who think like you, respect what you're doing, and keep doing what you're doing. All 222. Now, I'm just going to let you know, 2,222. <laughs> Don't want to shortchange you by 2,000 now. You know, I can't even get it 222. I could probably I could probably do that in the whole football game, but I got to take breaks, halftime breaks, uh, two-minute warnings. <laughs> let's talk about your skill, man. A chef. Now, let's because there's a lot of skills that you have here, sir. Okay, I'm talking to Chef Rush. A uh, very talented uh, young man. I'm called young man because younger than me. Who's uh? Let's talk about uh, sculpturing ice. Okay. Usually when I see that, I see somebody with a chainsaw going at it. What level of sculpturing do you involve yourself with? Well, I, I just hit it with my fist, and it just breaks into wherever <laughs> I want it to. No, I'm just, no. Uh, hey, everybody in the studio I, I, fell out. Everybody in the studio believed you. If they believed you now. Well, you got 24-inch bicep. You can do a Hulk moment. You can do a Hulk moment on us, okay? Yeah. I've been doing ice. Ice is one of my hobbies from, oh, my God, years and years ago that I knew nothing about that I kind of said that I did and I was given an opportunity, and that's when it was born. But I do master ice carver. I've carved thousands of pieces of ice or helped. Uh, even that much more people train them on doing ice and uh, from um, um, from Alaska competitions to Europe competitions and ice carving to just general competitions, anything you can think of from George Washington crossing the Delaware wow. to, you know, dragons to just, it was just, I just love the, the, I love the aesthetic of the ice sculpting where you can turn a block of ice into something that's magnificent that people don't get to see every day. Right. Uh, so, so I, I just started with it and just became pretty uh, pretty good at it. And uh, then I, I kind of mastered it. Chef Rush, now, you know, okay, started with it. It's ice now. Because, see, that's... Because, that, <laughs> you, you know, you have to be in a situation where it melts. Because if it melts, so you have to be in a cold setting where it allows you a, a time limit that you have to get it done. So, and also you have to have a visual, a 3D visual in your mind to be able to look at a block of ice and shape it out. So that's a gift. And I'm trying to figure out, when did you realize, you know something, I can do this. Uh, it started small, of course, but it started getting bigger and bigger. Well, you know, I'm, 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 I'm going to be frankly honest with you. Um, when I saw ice carving the first time I was in the military, I'm from Mississippi, Columbus, you know, I don't even know. Uh, doesn't snow. So <laughs> I saw someone doing an ice car and I fell in love with it. I was like, oh, my God, what is that? That is incredible. I, I want to know what it is, how it is. And so I uh, went back to um, the defect and the, the guy in charge, E7, 
we had Thanksgiving coming up, and I remember this ice carving. And he said, well, hey, we need an ice carver to come and do two ice carvings wow. for us. And he said, does anyone know how to do ice carving? And I don't know what happened. I I just kind of said, I do. I don't, I ain't like ice carving. I ain't like change chainsaw. <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on. Stop this. I'm going to hang up on you. Hold on, hold on, hold on. We got 15 seconds left in this break. You're not gonna, I'm not going to waste this story. You just uh, just raise your hand. I can call. I can call. We're going to be back more with Chef Russ and his 24-inch biceps and his 2,222 push-ups that he does. He did them today. Hi, this is Rashawn McDonald, and you're listening to Money Making Conversation. We were talking before the break about how he got into, he being Chef Rush, how he got into ice sculpture. He saw it one time, fell in love with it. Then all of a sudden, somebody said, we need to hire an ice sculpture. And he went, hey. Then the hand slowly came up. I think I can do that. Is that how it really happened, Chef? That's exactly how it happened. <laughs> <clears throat> and the worst part about it was they uh, they got me, they took me to um, um, this location where they had the ice on the back dock, uh, gave me a chainsaw, two blocks of ice, and um, <laughs> after after getting with one of the guys who worked there, figuring out how to change, start the chainsaw, <laughs> um, I had these two blocks, and I didn't know anything about them. I didn't know about tempering the ice and you know the the template. And you said earlier you have to have in your mind what you want to create and right. how you want to do it. And uh, I actually just kind of tiptoed with it and started putting a chainsaw to the ice and. And then I, and then all of a sudden, it just started visualizing what I wanted to yes. see. I had a picture yes. of what they wanted, was a cornucopia and a um, and an eagle. So after doing that, long story short, was I did it. I came back. It was like maybe that Monday, Thursday was Thanksgiving. They came. I had it wrapped up. They brought the ice out. You know, everybody was waiting to see the ice carving because no one sees ice there at Fort uh, at Fort Campbell. Mm-hmm. Um, they open it up, and uh, defect. Uh, the manager says, uh, "Private Rush, you did this," and I said, uh, uh, "Yes, uh, <laughs> yes, sir, sir, I did this." And he looked at me, and you know everybody else. He said, "Great job," and I looked at him. And I said, "Yes, I know." <laughs> that, was, that was the way it started. <laughs> awesome, man! Congratulations, man! What a what a great story of just following your 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 faith following your belief, following your natural instinct. Because I always tell people, follow that first thought. When you, exactly. The, the second and third thought throws doubt into your ability. Follow that first it's thought. It's true. And, if you, and you did that. And then you came out, no, not, not fully confident, but, but until, they, until they validated, then you stepped into the front of the line. That's right. It's good, too. Yep. Because nobody else can do it, but I did it. And that's that's an amazing thing that you were able to accomplish. Do you did you when you when you follow the journeys in your life? Do you find that happening a lot in your life about you stepping forward on um, whether it's beliefs or advocate uh, levels of change that uh, advocating levels of change that enable you to set just make a difference? <clears throat> Actually, one hundred percent of everything. Um, I, I tell people when I go out and I speak all around the world. I'm actually going to speak. I, I just spoke to about a thousand Marines Friday. I'm going to travel to Lackland Air Force Base to speak to the Air Force in Texas uh, for a few days uh, tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Um, I tell people, you are your biggest work. You are a walking billboard. Mm-hmm. When people look at you, they get an impression. I don't care what it is, who they are. I don't care because 
they don't know if you have a PhD or if you're a garbage man or if you're a shelter. They don't they don't know. They look at you and then they automatically they're going to get an impression of who you are and how you are. I'm a big guy, so a lot of people think that I'm when they see me at first that I'm intimidating. Right. You know, and they right. kinda they kinda tiptoe with me until right. I open up my mouth and then all of a sudden you just see that depression from them, like, okay, you know what, I want this guy in my circle. You know, I want him to let me learn, let me learn more about him. Let me see more about him. You know, what's going on with him? And I do the same thing with them in return, regardless of who they are, or what kind of impressions I've come to learn from the military and in life that I don't necessarily judge anyone anymore. Right. You know, I went to them to open their mouths or show me who they are, their personalities, or what kind of character they are. But when I project things, especially on the marketing part of it, right. um, I want people to remember me, you know, I, I want to remember people. And that's the part that a lot of people, they don't necessarily do a lot. They kind of, uh, they, they want their resume to speak for themselves, but they have to understand that they have to open their, they have to open their mouth eventually and speak for themselves to, to even resonate because you have the best resume in the world. But if you don't relate to people, if you're not that person or you're not a team player, like-minded, like-hearted, I don't want you on my team. Right. You know, the interesting thing about it, when I, when I listen, to your, your, listen to you tell your story and, and I start, I, I have to ask certain questions because people want to know, where did the number 2,222 come from, first of all? And also, second to that, <clears throat> how do you break up your push-ups? Do you do them consecutively? What is your, when you do them in one day, what is the routine that you do it? So uh, my 2,222 is for 22 vets commit suicide a day. Mm. I do <laughs> I do 2,222 not only for the vets, but the first people that I speak or that I think when I go and speak in any uh, uh, platform is the spouses. I speak to I, I I I think the spouses because if you think about it in perspective with the vets. You know, they're trained for it. The spouses, they are not, and then also the kids. So I carry out the, two, the 22 that committed suicide a day to each and you every commit person. You said commit suicide a day. You said commit suicide. You said 22 commit suicide a day. That's what you're saying? Exactly. Exactly. So that's the 22 a day. I do 2,222 a day uh, because 22 is not enough for people to catch me. People are, are, are visual or, or people now. You know, you can say, hey, I did 10 push-ups a day, and no one will even blink an eye. You say, I do 22 push-ups. They won't even ask the question. Right. But if I say I do 2,222, and they're like, whoa, wait, <laughs> why are you doing so many push-ups? How can you do that? How is it possible? You right. know, I said, right. because I'm an animal, I'm a beast, and I have an advocacy that I'm passionate about. Mm-hmm. And I I do them. I, 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 um, I get up at 3 o'clock in the morning. I meditate for about 15 to 20 minutes. I roll over. I do my push-ups. I do about 125 or more at a time. I'll rest between 30 and 45 seconds and then repeat. It takes me about an hour, 15 minutes to do all my push-ups, and I kind of judge it that way so I can finish in an hour, 15 minutes. And I have to do it that in that amount of time. People say you don't do them over the whole time, entire day. I say, no, I don't have that much time in a day because I have so many things that I do. I answer all of my social media myself. Um, I get hundreds of messages and, and, and contents, and I vet them all because it may be that one person, that one kid, that one uh, female, that one 
God, <clears throat> that one military member that may need something, that may need help. And I've been in that situation so many different times. Um, so it, it's important to me to understand. And even with the kids, which I'm really passionate about as well, right. like I'm one of uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger's ambassador for after-school All-Star kids, mm-hmm. I do the push-ups with them because I don't use the word suicide. I use the word bullying and cyberbullying, which is, is just as important in today's society. Right. So that's one of my things that I, I'm truly passionate about. Wow. Um, I, I do get up if I get up early every day, you know, get up at 415. I did not know that that's what the 2,222. I cannot do 2,222 push-ups, but I will start doing 22 every day, except Saturday and Sunday. And you, and you know what? I, I tell people, I'll be honest with you, some, I get a lot of people, especially military people, the Marines, they say, hey, Chef, I'm going to start my 2,000. I said, no, no, don't do that. You'll hurt yourself. Yes. Let people understand that you're, I'm, I'm, I was made and I, I work, I'm an endurance trainer. So right. this thing called rhabdomyonitis where it can actually break down your body and you can go into a really big fit and uh, it can essentially hurt yourself really bad or even kill yourself. Mm-hmm. But the thing about it is I said, even if you did two push-ups, it's just as important as 2,222. It's not the amount of you, it's the reason you're doing it. It's your cause. But you know, the, 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 the brilliancy of it is that I get a lot of kids that see me doing the push-ups and they'll go to their parents and they start doing them together. Right. Not only is it promoting something that's about awareness and about, uh, you know, a stigma about suicide, but it brings togetherness. Also, it's that healthy lifestyle, it's that well-being, and they're doing something together for a reason. So you give them a, another different uh, avenue instead of, you know, being on their phone or looking at TV all the time. Well, I'm going to tell you, I'm committed to it. Um, uh, this is something that, that like I say, I also know you, you're absolutely correct. You don't overdo something you want to do on a regular basis. And so I know 22, I can I can put that in my schedule. I know why I'm doing it. And also it enables me next time we talk, you'll be able to ask Rashawn, Rashawn, you still doing that 22? I'm going I'm, I'm to tell you, yes, sir. I'm going to tell you because that's, <laughs> that's how I am. I, once I say I'm going to do something, I don't just say it on the radio just to – make this conversation flow correctly to make you feel good that you, you've got an advocate onto your side of, of trying to stop or bring awareness to these suicides that are happening. I have a brother who was in the army and I have a nephew who was in the army as well. Uh, they've served in the military. They have nothing but positive things to say about the military. I remember when my, my, my younger brother, I got a chance to introduce him to uh, president Barack Obama and he was in tears mm-hmm. because he said, and I didn't understand why he was in tears. He said, that's my, that's my true commander right there. Mm-hmm. He said, I, I finally got to meet him. He said, and, I, and exactly. that, that was a great moment for him. And I realized, and I was just doing, I was, you know, I was just going to get him of a picture with the president and I realizing how deep that went. And so I understand what you're doing is so strong, but before we get off, you have a book that you are, are you writing? Is it coming out? Tell us the status of your upcoming book. Uh, so the the book actually is coming out next year. Okay, uh, it's going to be a collab. It's got collaboration, of course. I'm uh, I'm a pretty great chef. Uh, yes, sir. 
I say that humbly. <laughs> but um, I'm gonna tell you something. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna tell you something, Chef. See, see, this is a different interview when you start talking about cooking now. See, I, I get a little arrogant. They say I can do two thousand two hundred and twenty-two <laughs> pastries. I can do that. See, I'm gonna send you some posters. See, you saw my attitude change. See, see, now we're on even playing field. When you talk about all that push-up, I had to be humble. But when you talk about cupcakes, German chocolate cake, peach cobbler, sweet potato pie, pecan pie, all that good stuff, then your boy. Got a conversation for you now, Chef. Uh, <laughs> well, that sounds like a southern thing because all those those southern foods that I grew with my mother. <laughs> there you go. There you go. You know, and the funny part is that if you thought the two thousand two hundred twenty-two push-ups, think about ten thousand push-ups a day. That's my food <laughs> level right now. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I tell you, man, you, it's really I I really appreciate that we coming down on this last minute, but I do you, believe me, I want you to realize that this is a home for you. For your brand, Thank for you. your, believe me, uh, just this this conversation uh, that I'm having with you is like if you were sitting in my house or we just were at a restaurant. Just you, you, you educated me. Hopefully, you've educated my listeners and people who watch this show via podcast or Facebook. You, you're a blessing. Don't change. Thank you. I really appreciate that. You, you won't change. First of all, but I'm telling you, don't change. Keep following that first thought. Keep being an advocate for change. Keep being somebody that I can't be. Be in places I can't be. And we'll both work together to change the world. Okay, Chef? Thank you, sir. Appreciate you. Thank you.